Yechezkel chapter 41. In chapter 40, the book introduces us to the story of the Mishkan, the, the Mishkan, well, actually the Migdash, the temple, that Yechezkel is, is shown. And there is someone there, a divine being, God's representative, and this being has a measuring rod, Knei Hamida. And throughout the previous chapter, chapter 40, and continuing in our chapter, chapter 41, this being is moving to different parts of this temple and measuring it. Measuring the walls, measuring the gates. The word gate appears over and over and over again in these chapters. Measuring the spaces. But we don't find this either in the description of the Mishkan, the tabernacle of the book of Exodus, in those chapters, nor do we see it in Solomon's temple. Solomon's temple is not the same emphasis. There is an emphasis that it's a glorious space, it's a glorious house. But the idea of measuring to this extent, we find no place else. And the question is, what is this measuring all about? Because we don't find it in either temple. We don't find it in the Mishkan of Exodus, and we don't find it in the Mikdash. And what is the idea of measuring in general? By Yomad, it's interesting that in the Talmud, the tractate that is, which describes the building of the, of the temple, is called Masechet Midot, measurements. And that presumably is rooted, deeply rooted, in the descriptions over here in Yechezkel, chapter 40, chapter 41, the idea of measuring. For example, beginning of chapter 41, Vayomod el hapetach shtayim amot, vapetach shesh amot, vrocha vapetach sheva amot, vayomod et orko asrim amot, vrocha asrim amot, pneha echal, vayomer elai zekodesh hakodoshim. So here, in this description, we're told that this, this one, this being, measures, he measures the depths of the hall, 40 cubits, he measures the jam of the entrance, 2 cubits, he measures the depths, 20 cubits, everything is measured. Here we see it, this is the Heichal, it's more of an inner space. In Yechezkel's temple, there's an outer courtyard, there's an inner courtyard, and then there's the temple. And each place is measured, the walls are measured, the doorways are measured, etc., etc., the idea of measurement. It goes on and on with the measuring. And it strikes me that one way to understand this tremendous emphasis on the measuring is that when you measure something, what you're saying is, this is, this that I measure is part of what exists here. On the other side of it is a different space. So to measure something in a sense, is to cordon something off. These are within my precincts. This is outside. We have it, for example, in the Torah, when it comes to the situation where a body is found between two cities, 
somebody has been murdered, and no one knows who the murderer is. And the Torah, in the book of Zvarim, chapter 20, somebody has to take responsibility. So the Torah says you measure to the closest city. And the city that is closest, and we measure, that city takes responsibility. So what the Torah is saying is, the city that's closest for the purpose of taking responsibility, that murder took place in my city. Because my city is the closest city. It didn't take place in a different city. It took place in my city. And it strikes me that in Yecheskel, there's a tremendous emphasis on this is God's place. Now, this is God's place, but what's outside of it is not necessarily God's place. And what relationship, if any, exists between what is outside and what's inside is a very, very important question in the book of Yecheskel. Shama. I was brought Shama. I was brought there. Shama is where God is to be found. God is to be found ultimately there in this space. That's the idea of the measuring. Now let's take a look in this chapter, in chapter 41, there's something else very curious. So the Yecheskel is seeing, he sees, what this person, person is doing. I call it a person, it could be an angel, whatever. What this one is doing with all the measuring. If we jump ahead in chapter 41, he talks about this Heichal. Heichal means a hall, a great space. And Heichal, in verse number 21 of chapter 41, Bezuzat Revua, Kodesh, Hamareh Kamareh. The great hall had four doorposts, and before the shrine, the Kodesh, the holy place, something resembling Hamareh, something that looked like Hamizbeach Eitz Shalosh Amot Gavoa, Viarko, Shtayim Amot, Mikto Tavlo, Viarko Vikiro Tav Eitz. So he's brought, it would appear, to the, to the holy space, the Kodesh. And before the Kodesh, something resembling a Mizbeach, an altar. And we're given the dimensions of the altar in verse number 22. And then, he spoke to me saying, this is the table that is before God. That's actually a very interesting verse. Because, first of all, what, what is this referring to? What is this table that is before God? It is not the great altar upon which the sacrifices are brought, and which is very, very central in these chapters, in Yecheskel's vision. We'll get to the great altar later. We normally call them Mizbeach, the altar upon which sacrifices are brought. That's not this altar. This is an altar before the Kodesh. So there really are two possibilities as to what this table is. Hashulchan Hashem. One possibility is that it's called the Mizbeach, it's an altar. So it refers to the other altar that was brought, that was built in the Mishkan. And in Solomon's temple, what we typically call Mizbach HaKetoret, the incense altar. The incense altar was in the sacred space just before the Holy of Holies, together with the menorah uh, and 
together with the table for the showbread, Lechem Hapanin. So it could be referring here to that altar, that Mizbeach, and it's the complement of the other altar. So there's the great altar, and there's this altar as well. That's possible. The alternative, and it's called the Shulchan, as well as the Mizbeach, it's called the table, that this refers not to the incense altar, but verse 22 refers to the table upon which the bread is placed, the showbread is placed, the lechem haponim, which is a kind of sacrifice. And this refers then to the shulchan, not to the mizbach haketoret, not to the incense altar, but to the table on which the showbread is brought. And one could see it also as a kind of sacrifice. What's interesting about either of these two interpretations, whichever the shulchan and the mizbech refer to in this verse, we're struck by something else, which is whether it's the shulchan or whether it's the incense altar, we don't find other vessels explicitly mentioned in these chapters. The menorah is never mentioned. Perhaps the ark is never mentioned, specifically as an ark. Now maybe there's an allusion to the ark. Maybe we'll get to that. But what's striking is that in the temple envisioned by Yechezkel, or shown to him, there seem to be very few vessels, in contrast to example for the Mishkan. The Mishkan, the tabernacle of the book of Exodus, is very striking, because the first thing that Moshe is instructed is not about the walls, the curtains at all. The first instructions about the Mishkan are the vessels, the ark being the first. Make an ark, Make a menorah, make a shulchan, make a table. The incense altar is also instructed, but that's later in chapter 29 for other reasons. We are, the Torah defers telling us about the incense altar. But you start with the vessels of the Mishkan. When it comes to Yechezkel's vision, there's a tremendous emphasis on the space, the spaces, the measuring. And not only are the vessels not central, but it would appear that most of them are not mentioned at all. So this would underscore, emphasize what I mentioned earlier, that the real focus over here is God's space. This is the space set aside for God, uniquely God's space, God's place in the world. And that's what Yechezkel was focusing on in his vision. In chapter 1, the divine chariot, God can occupy any space, many spaces. But at the end of the book, Yechezkel goes back to the idea of God's place, and we have a very specific place that God will occupy in the future. It's a space that's measured out. Here God is, not outside. That's the space, that's the focus. The focus on the measure, the walls, the structure. Specifically what happens inside in terms of the vessels, the vessels in God's house, that's very secondary for Yechezkel.